Yo, what's up? It's your boy Iggy. It's been a little minute since I talked to y'all. I got a lot to talk about. Okay, first. But I want to say thank you guys, as I always do, for a hop in, get into the shits. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in still. Uh, thank you all for following with me. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's about to be level up season for the podcast. Uh, so yeah, y'all stay tuned to that. <clears throat> um, but right now, I just kind of wanted to hop in. I hadn't talked about really anything in a minute. Um, life's been a little crazy for your boy still. Um, and at some point we'll talk about that, but right now, um, life's getting a little crazy for me. So it's kind of affecting my schedule a little bit, but it's all right. It's good. Life is, life is what it is, right? Um, take it on the chin, you go. And, um, anyways, so I just wanted to say that I want to say thank you guys for listening, tuning in, um, we are officially about to hit halfway point of 2022, people. Um, June is here. And uh, it's crazy. This year is going by pretty fast. Uh, a lot to accomplish left, though. So stay on the grind. Stay getting it. Uh, I just watched a cool little interview on No Jumper. Um, that was pretty cool. It gave me some, a lot to think about. Um, and, um, so I'm definitely on that type of time. I think it's, it's time for uh, a lot of things that come into fruition at the end of this year. I hope that happens for you. Hopefully for me as well. Um, definitely been praying on that and, uh, focused on that and working toward that. So. Hope y'all get to see some of the fruits of that here soon. But in the meantime, since it's the last day of May and the album of the year just dropped this month. Now I know y'all know what I'm talking about, right? I haven't said shit in two weeks. Now people call me a kindred stand. Uh, I'll never say anything wrong about the nigga and all this shit. So I'll let y'all talk. For two weeks. That's what I was about. Hey, I see a week and a half since the album been out. When did it come out? Let's see. May 13th. It's about to be June 1st. So, yeah. Um, and I got to speak on it now. It's my time. Y'all had two weeks. Now it's my time. Somebody that's been listening to the album. Now, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm, gonna really, I'm, about, I'm about to share my um, top plays. Of the month title has a a a list of top plays that you that you have as a listener, and uh, I'm gonna release mine. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Kendrick's gonna be at the top. He's got a ridiculous amount of streams. It's crazy that people say this album has no replay value. I I I just am amazed that people say that. It's nuts to me. How did how? I don't understand. They're just, you know, it's crazy that Kendrick has these these albums and projects that they're just going to grow in time. It, it, in two years, three years, these same people that's clowning it now going to be at a different point in their life. And they're going to listen to this album. Bro. You're not going to be 21, 22 forever. Bro. You're not going to be turning up in the club forever. You're not going to be on that bullshit forever. I, I promise you, if you are in your 30s and your 40s, you know, 
what do you, you know, you're not going to be about that all the time. I know hip hop is a young man's game, they call it, but niggas go through real life shit in 20s too. So, you know, it's not always about that. So for me, if you already going into it, trying to look and listen, you know, listen to certain things as far as like standout tracks or like, uh, you know, what shit you going to hear in the car and the club and shit on a Kendrick album. I think you need to go into a Kendrick album and just listen. And I remember when I first heard it. So I stayed, this is the first time I stayed up uh, to midnight for an album. I can't tell you when the last time I did that shit. It's probably in Germany. <laughs> when, I, when I stayed up late for an album drop, like Drake, when all them was pop, Drake was, you know, nothing was the same was out and all that shit. Like, that's when I stayed up late to get it, to hear it type shit. Mixtape drop at midnight. You stay, stay up at midnight and listen to that shit. You know what I'm saying? No ceilings drop at midnight. Niggas was on it. You feel me? So, like, I haven't done that in a long time. And I really didn't even plan on doing that. I just was, I had been playing Kendrick shit. So, whenever there's, like, a release of somebody that I fuck with, that doesn't even have to be Kendrick. It could be Future. It could be Big Sean. It could be Larry June, Currency, whoever. Like, I have a playlist. Benny, I have a playlist of, like, artists that I fuck with. Or, like, you know, albums placed of artists that I fuck with. So, if they release or coming out with something new, I always play their shit leading up to it. So I had already been doing that for Kendrick. And, uh, you know, when it first came out, I listened to it at midnight going, you know, just chilling uh, at night. And uh, I remember going to sleep to a mirror and I was just like, my eyes was going to sleep. And I was just thinking like, dog, that's like a crazy song to go to end on. You know what I'm saying? Cause not only that, I have a mirror in my room. So I'm looking at it like as this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, Oh shit. So, and that's, that's a topic that I, you know, um, that's kind of been a theme for me personally anyway, just that theme of that. Matter of fact, this whole album has so many personal themes for me, uh, that I, it's not even going to be a regular album review for me. Cause I, it's a lot of personal shit on here for me that I relate to, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I continuously play it. And that's why I tell, that's why I say, you're not going to really, um, appreciate this album unless you've already been through this shit some of the shit he's talking about going through this shit conscientious of the shit you tap into yourself emotionally in a certain way or like consciously in a certain way um i just feel like that and i know these fucking people that want to be well that, that just because we say we don't like it don't mean we're not deep it's like okay i understand that but i feel like if you already if you're not able to accept some of these themes Cause they're not corny. He's not. And one thing about the, and one thing about the album is like each song is its own element, but it blends into the theme overall. You know what I'm saying? Like he set the theme overall, but um, each song has this, it's his own entity. Like it, it doesn't really like the only time you really hear consistent, like a placement that's a consistent transition from the previous sound will be after the interludes. You know what I'm saying? After the Savior interlude and after the Rich interlude, where it's Kodak and Baby King talking and they leading up into the song. But after that, like, you know, Rich, you know, it goes from um, United in Grief, which is to N95. Those are two different. Those are two different tracks. And the N95 to Worldwide Steppers, like those are two different elements. Uh, then Die Hard is more, you know, it's more softer. It's probably a radio, more radio friendly song. 
And then you go to Father Time. You know what I'm saying? But those elements from Die Hard to Father Time are different. Um, usually when you're listening to an album, like say, like just for example, like Good Kid, Mad City, where it was like the transitions were, you, uh, the songs were transitioning in a certain way where it's like, yeah, that goes there. Yeah, that goes there. Like this is like N95 is its own entity song. Like it, it doesn't really blend to the next song. You know what I'm saying? But it it fits the album. Like it doesn't interrupt your listening experience and it doesn't do that. Um, so yeah, it's cool. It's cool to even to, to relate to. But I remember when I, um, so I went to sleep the mirror. I wake up the next morning, <clears throat> get ready for work. I put it on again. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let me listen to it while I get ready. And that's when N95 hit me. I was like, oh, that second verse, he's spazzing. He's spazzing on there. When he do the, and I know people don't like the tone change, but I feel like that's, I don't, like, there's so many people that do tone changes. It's crazy. I mean, if you think about it, the fucking auto tune is a tone change. Uh, You know, it's, I just, I never understood that complaint. Everybody does tone changes. You know, that doesn't, you know, and I think Kendrick is all about us. He fits that in to create more of a story in the in the in the song. But even on this, like this, this is some crazy shit. He, you know, ODB is tone. It's so many artists that tone change that now Kendrick does in this. You know, it's like what he he getting that from from older rappers that used to do that shit. Um, but anyways, so yeah, he goes crazy on second second. Um, uh, the second verse, and then I'm driving to work, so I'm getting I'm done. I'm driving to work, and that's when Father Time hit. Father Time and We Cry Together hit going to work for sure, and both of those are very relatable to me uh, personally. So it's just like, like that first part of Father Time when it's like he you really need she talking to his girl and she's saying. He really needs some therapy. It's like that shit hit every time. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we don't really get challenged on that enough, especially as black men. And I put up a question a day on, on my uh, on uh, uh, Instagram. And it was just like, you know, black men have to be better about when they been asked, how are they just saying they OK and, and not being honest about it? And I, I'm getting good reception on it. From just people talking about how they're able to they're not able to do that, like as a black man. You take a lot on your shoulders <clears throat> and uh, that just people just don't really understand. You know what I mean? And that's, that's fair. Uh, but I also think like we are, we've been uh, tra- not trained, but we've been, we've been taught that we just got to hold it in and that's not healthy. Uh and the father time was so, um, you know, perfect for that theme because a lot of that comes from either not having a father in our life or having a father figure in our life that was not, that wasn't taught a certain, you know, wasn't taught a softness or like you can't hug, you ain't supposed to cry and all that shit. Like that stuff got passed down. So you've been taught as a man, you know, having these emotions, you're not supposed to have those. You know what I'm saying? Or if you do, you know, you're weak and, and uh uh you know you're not a man men don't cry men don't 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 complain men don't uh you know and there's a certain way to be about persevering through hard times um and not like and not being complacent or not being 
uh, <clears throat> giving up or type, you know, just like that, or feeling like it's participating. You got to get a participation trophy and like, there's not a, a level to get to be great. Um, but you know, we're human <laughs> and humans have emotions and men's emotions aren't just angry, aren't just funny, aren't just, um, hard nosed, you know, that's not only in our personality and only in our emotions. Like we're able to get sad. Uh, we're able to be depressed. We're able to be, uh, anxious. Um, that's not, that's not a gender thing. Those are universal. Um, so it, it's cool that that was a theme for that song. And then when it goes into rich and rich spirit, it's like, that flip totally like it flips a totally different element. And then goes the right we cry together. And then after we cry together, there's purple hearts. And the and the and the hook is like, you know, shut the fuck up when love talking. Like you go from to arguing with from arguing with your girl toxically, then y'all fucking at the end. And then the next song is like a, a theme about just allowing love to be love. You know what I'm saying? And um and then from that, the you know the second disc starts, and it you know it's clarity for the therapy session that's going on in the album, right? And then the first song, "Count Me Out," of that, and you, that's like a theme, like that's been a theme for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I I am fueled when people doubt me. I don't know what it is. I am fueled when people tell me I can't do something. Uh, I am fueled when people tell me. Uh, you know that you can't do that, or or that, you know, just that's what I'm fueled by, and because I just I love to be like I I'm just it's in me to to make you pay for this for saying that you know what I'm saying. So like that definitely resonated with me. And then the next song, Crown, it talks about you know not making everybody happy. You can't make everybody happy, which is a crazy shift from like ego and like uh. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like bravado going from that to, to like this song about, but you can't please everybody. You know what I mean? Like you can't make everybody happy. So even if they do count you out and you get to where you be, they still not going to be happy. For, you can't make them happy. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, or you can't, there's going to be something else. You feel me? Even in that theme, like you just, just from know that transition there, you know, and the, which the popular song is going to be Silent Hill, the next song. And I think it should be. And I also want to say Kodak is probably in the verse of the year discussion from this song. I know it's, it's not really been talked about, but he deserves that respect. Um, and because he's, he's spazzing here. And this is a great song. I love that Kendrick gave Kodak such a highlight and such a like, because I've, I've always felt Kodak is like one of the, he one of the young rappers that's like, He's hood. He's definitely ignorant, but his heart is, for some reason, you can tell, like, he not, he, he just trying to learn. He just trying to, he trying to figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he from the hood. He from, like, these hard trenches. And as a piece of him that's, that's always, you know, he's trying to figure out. That's all I'm saying. Like, he a young rapper that I can tell he trying to, like, Grow, he trying to grow and and like like you remember how Gucci was before he you know what I'm saying like he was going through, in and out of jail 
And then, like, after he get out of jail, probably talks to me about him being a clone. But, like, Gucci was in jail for a minute. And before that, he was in and out of jail, dog. That when he went into jail for that long time, like, he probably learned some shit. Like, these, this is, you know, these are the people that fuck with me when I got my money. These are the people that don't fuck with me. This girl that I now is my wife, she was down for me from day one. And not only that, she made me more money when I was in jail. That's like a grown mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like young dudes and like people that's not about shit are not going to see that kind of behavior. You know what I mean? Because to them, women are, and women sometimes don't help with this thing, but women are just, you know, they don't, you know, go get money, fuck bitches. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily about when you have a good woman, understanding that you have one. And build it with her. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not the same mentality there. Um, so anyways, I don't even I ain't even really want to. I just was saying Kodak is a is one of my favorite young rappers, and I'm glad he got a, a lot of spotlight on this album. Um, then it goes to Savior, which is a great song. Um, not only for the culture, but also for artists themselves. Like I think it was good that Kendrick put himself in that. Um, and just made it, you know, just made people understand like we're human too. We're not, we're not God. We're not what we say is not everything. And even with the Kyrie mention and shit like that, like it was cool that song. Uh, it's one of my favorites because I, you know, we just need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And even me, as I continue to be somewhat of a voice and whatever I'm doing, it's good for me to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it's a very humbling thing or like, you know, just keeping you grounded a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And then the next song, auntie's diaries, which is a really a first in hip hop where a big mainstream rapper is talking about dealing with, um, transgender, um, effects in this family. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy, you know, and that, but that that's more common than people probably realize. Cause it's just not talked about in black culture, but, uh, Kendrick doing it can set a precedent, you know what I'm saying? And, and create an avenue for that to be more of a discussion because, you know, we're violent against our, our black culture is, is not good with that community. And I, I will say that community is not good with black people either, or even black people in that community can be a mess. You know what I'm saying? So like, but they're still black. I always say that when we talk about like they're still black so um anyways so i i I think it's cool that that was part of the album um mr morale uh going into mother eye sober which is another like deep song deep deep song um talking about just him dealing with um his sexual addiction and how that affected him and his his now wife and, and kids and and where that comes from and how he, his mom was thinking it was more domestic because it happened to her. And she, you know, so that, that discussion also needs to happen more in black culture. Both of those really, um, um, need to be talked about like sexual addiction and domestic abuse. Obviously both should be talked about more. And, um, and then obviously it goes into mirror, which I talked about. He put, um, the heart, part five on the album now too. I don't know if y'all know that or not, uh, which is, you know, 
a fantastic song. Been talked about enough. Everybody gave their damn. Um, everybody gave their review on that song. It was nuts. I, I've never seen a, a song get more reviews on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jesus, everybody that does any kind of music review did a review on that freestyle. So that just lets y'all know, man. Listen, Kendrick, y'all already know how I feel about Kendrick, man. He's the GOAT, greatest of all time. Don't argue with me. I don't give up. Who you put up against Kendrick, he will beat them. He is um, the GOAT. He's able to do anything, any and everything that hip-hop, the the core of it, he's able to do everything in there. Uh, so you can't, you got to give it up to him, man. To me, you know, his catalog is, look at his catalog. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? He's still going. The thing about Kendrick is he rap when he want to rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we got something to talk about. And but I, I and I was telling somebody this too, like with PG Lang, this is the last album on TDE, uh, which is heartbreaking as a TDE fan and, and somebody that been a you know been a part of this Kendrick journey as a listener. Uh, but I think with PG Lang starting up and him doing his own thing, he about to be rapping. There's no way that Kendrick gonna drop this album, sit off five years, drop this album start up a label and then just leave it to the young guns on a label like baby Kim and Tiana Lee or what's his name? It's a new, uh, Tiana Leon. Like <clears throat> they, they, he's not going to just leave it up to them to carry it. He, <laughs> trust me, Kendrick is going to be rapping. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, if I, I just, I, I have a, I have to sit back and he make, I have to see how he do after the tour. Like after the tour, we'll see where he at. But I think if I was, if I, as a Kendrick fan, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see another like project, but it's on some like rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like him rapping type shit. And I don't know really theme more so just rapping. He ain't really done nothing like that really ever. I mean, all his projects have a theme. Uh, so it'd be cool to have him just kind of just spit on something, you know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Um, but as for the album, man, I'm grateful for it. It's it's definitely carried me this month, man, mentally. Uh, you know, carry me for sure. A lot of these songs, like I got Father's Day coming up, and last Father's Day was weird for me, so I'm just kind of dealing with that. And um, just hearing that song, um, and just hearing him say, I got daddy issues or shit like that, like that's um. It definitely grounded me hearing some, you know, these love songs, arguing, but then you know, also uh, having love talk to you when when it needed and uh, grounding you in that, and just like you know, mirror talking about I choose myself and uh, just a lot of like therapeutic themes that definitely helped me as far as somebody that's I'm actually in there, you know, I'm doing therapy right now and talking about my dad and talking about relationships and shit like that. I'm actually doing that. And then hearing it on, you know, Kendrick has been doing that, you know what I'm saying? And, and putting it in the songs and shit, you know what I mean? Like, that's why it took five years. Like, I just, you know, we put so much pressure on these artists, man. They got to release, you know, every year, every two years or they falling off. Like, 
Bruh, they not like some artists don't need to drop every two years. Kendrick don't need to drop every look at the look at these. Like Miguel came out today and said he ain't dropped out in five years, and nobody's saying he fell off. Like, bruh, some artists are create, they're just so creative, but they also need their creativity is sourced. It's not just, you know, there's some artists that can just bullshit creativity. You know what I'm saying? But there's some that can't. They have to be um inspired, they have to be drawing and Kendrick this ain't the first time Kendrick has said that he did that after Good Kid Mad City it was so much hype around him with Good Kid Mad City you know what I'm saying like when the next album gonna drop and he straight up said like when I'm inspired again and it took him a, a good little minute and then to Pimp a Butterfly came out so you know it, I don't know how we expect Kendrick to be this artist that's gonna be dropping all the time he not I, I, as far as projects go he not I think he's going to be doing a lot of features and shit again, though. But, you know, we'll see what happens to PG Lang. I just, uh, like I said, I'm happy for 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 this album, Mr. Marana, Big Steppers. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it, man. Kendrick, my favorite album. I, I mean, my favorite rapper, but definitely the album of the year so far. It's going to be hard to top it. Um, it's, it's just so many elements. And it hit at the right time for me. So I, it's going to be hard to top it, honestly, because um, it just – hit personally for me hit at the right time and it happens to be my favorite artist you know it's crazy how that shit works out Kanye used to do that shit a lot to me too he's one of my favorite artists and I remember his albums used to drop like in the perfect moment life moment for me you know what I'm saying and like this is another one of those like it hit at the right life moment for me and uh, uh, so I'm thankful for it and I'm going to continue to listen to it and yeah I hope y'all um Tune it in. I hope y'all like my Iggy's album review. It wasn't really an album review. I didn't go bar for bar pulling out lines and shit. I don't really do that because, you know, I feel like people should listen to the lines. I don't, you know, I'm not really a, a point this line out to you type of dude. You know what I'm saying? Just because some people not going to like the line and some people are like, I just never been that type of dude. I'd rather you go check out the whole, listen to what I'm, what I, my perspective. And then the bars you get, you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even do that with Benny. And he's one of the most bar heavy dudes in the game. And one of my favorite rappers. And I don't, when I review Benny shit, I don't ever talk about the bars. He say, I might look up like one or two just to be like, that nigga was hot. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but I'm not, I'm just not that type of, so anytime I do an album review, it's never going to be like verse, this verse on N95 where he says, like, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to tell you he spazzed on it uh, and go find where he spazzed. You know? <laughs> but anyways, man, um, love y'all. I got more to talk about. I'm going I'm to probably um, be dropping some crazy themes here. Um, the world is going nuts right now with all these shootings. Uh, I got some personal things to talk about and ask black women. And yeah, and I'm probably going to, you know, talk about Father's Day coming up a little bit too. So just be tuned in, man. Um, y'all keep, y'all keep me up, lift me up. I lift y'all up. Stay with me. Stay with the podcast. I love y'all. And, uh, I'll be seeing y'all. Peace.